0: Is any single player more pivotal to the coming training camp than Ricard Raquel? Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this rookie camp, September 15, actual adult level training camp. It's September 21, so we're not that far away. This week, I've been running up to that camp with a four-part series of factors that I think will be really, really important within that specific setting. First one was about the new, I guess, emphasis on clearing the crease The one yesterday was about the importance of the power play continually reinventing itself, even with the same people. Today is Raquel. One guy upon whom so much seems to be riding. Because if you think about it from the perspective of the top six overall, he's the swing vote on either line. And yes, I know that the chances are only about 90 billion percent that Sidney Crosby will remain between Jake Gensel and Brian Rust. But I also know that the Penguins paid Raquel an awful lot of money, and they didn't do that because they didn't see a fit except with Sid. Because let's remember, they also paid Rust a lot of money. They need to make both of these guys work. Now, in my view, the I don't know if it's lazy, but the, the easiest methodology here would be for Mike Sullivan to say, hey, I'm just going to leave everything the way it is. I know everyone will be happy. And one way or another, we're going to create some kind of chemistry between Raquel and Evgeny Malkin and, and whoever ends up on that left side, whether it's Jason Zucker or Danton Heinen. I would imagine it'd be Zucker, but that's a separate issue here, somewhat. Raquel and Gino need to hit it off. I'm not talking about off the ice. I'm talking about on it. I'm talking about all of that creativity that you saw from Raquel as that rare playmaking winger, which is what impressed me maybe more than anything else about him after he came in the trade with Anaheim. He sees the rink. He makes place for others, including his centerman. That is like that's old school stuff there man that is that's going back to the sixties and seventies when that's what wingers were actually kinda known for and If you want to go back just in penguin's history, I'll take you to Jean Pronovo from the seventies. That was his thing. He was a winger, but he was the guy who piled up the assists. If Raquel were to be able to feed Gino on the rush as the late arrival if Raquel were to be able to create a confidence in Gino that Gino would just seek out open spaces in the offensive zone and use that devastating shot of his you might have something but here's the problem in their short time together and it was a very very short time there just wasn't there This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. You can't instruct chemistry. You can wish for it. You can hope for it but you can't mandate it. But I'll tell you something else. You can be very surprised when and where it'll pop up. For example, and you know what I'm going to say now since I'm talking about Raquel, he would take the accidental occasional shift with Sid, meaning somebody was stuck out there too long or there was a Special team situation that preceded that, and they'd be on the rink together, and boom, 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 there it was in the back of the net, and you're like, what the heck just happened? Oh, is Raquel and Sid. And then later in the same game, something else freaky happens, and they're on the rink together, and boom, 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 there it is, another beautiful goal, and then they get to overtime, and they're out there, three on three, and boom, 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 and you remember that one. That's, that's not, but it is Awesome. And it's really, really enticing. And it's to Sullivan's credit that later in the regular season, when he realized he wasn't getting much production out of his second line, particularly the wingers, that he tried it again. He said, here, let's do this. Actually, he tried it in a full-time manner, not an accidental one. Having Raquel up on the top unit and Rust sliding down to the second, we know Gino can play with Rust. Just throw that one out of the discussion. We know that there's something there. Everyone can play with Rust. And that too went okay. And we might have seen more of it if Raquel hadn't been cheap shotted out of about 95% of the Stanley Cup playoff series with the Rangers. But here, too you don't have much of a sample size. Even the positives you can't take too seriously. Hockey does that probably more than any other sport, meaning taking the sample sizes, the small ones, seriously. Because again, that chemistry can be so fleeting that head coaches' eyes will bug out when they see it even for a moment. But for all we know, over the long haul... Sid and Raquel won't work or Raquel and Jake won't work and everything will get messed up and whatever. So the ideal circumstance here is that Raquel works well with Gino. How do you do that? Well, we've said for years that the ultimate... Winger prototype for Gino is the Ruslan Fedotanko to take you way back in the early part of Gino's career. The straight up and down winger who's got some skill, who's got a little bit of bulldog in him, isn't afraid to go to the net, isn't afraid to go there for the purpose of cleaning up messes, you know, burying some rebounds and so forth. Fedotanko had all that. He also took care of his own end. Responsible player. I could kind of throw Pascal Dupuis into that same Category. You know, Duper would just go up and down the wing like rod hockey. You know, Duper could do a lot of different things. He made himself a complete player to his inestimable credit. And that worked with Gino. Gino likes to be the last forward into the zone. He wants to find a way to beat the back checking forward across the opponent's blue line and find his patch of ice, make himself available and hope that a winger can hit him. Now, Raquel can do that. Raquel can be the rod hockey winger. He can go up and down. He also can do a fair amount of left to right. He also can finish. He also, as I mentioned and underscored, can pass. There's nothing, theoretically, that should keep these two from meshing. If... It depends on how you want to use your camp time if you're Sullivan. Do you want to try to prove a point by seeing if he works with Sid? Or do you want to try to go for the optimal situation? And the optimal situation here is to build a strong second line with Gino, Raquel, and Zucker slash Heinen. When we come back, J1Q. Learn more at marines.com. And today's J1Q comes from Gabe Lilja, who asks With the Penguins now committing contracts to their lineup as well as the coaching staff, can we as fans expect any different result this upcoming season? By my count, two positions max are even up for debate going into camp. You know, Gabe, I hadn't really thought of it from that standpoint, like counting how many positions would be open and available. Because to me, there's a lot of questions. Uh, I don't think things are all that set. I mean, I just mentioned the second line for crying out loud. Uh, There's a lot of talent still on this roster. And figuring out where it goes is going to be the challenge much more so than who stays and who goes. Uh, To me, if you've got a camp where you've got a whole bunch of questions about who stays and who goes, you've got yourself a bad team. Okay, so let's start with that. Count your blessings in this regard. The way I see it, you've got a top six, and I mentioned the options at left wing there between Jason Zucker and Danton Heinen, so he's somebody whoever doesn't make it, meaning he would drop into the bottom six, And then you've got your Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen, Teddy Bluger. And before long, you know, I didn't even mention Brock McGinn. You're you're down to, what, one spot that's open for a whole bunch of guys? A whole bunch of guys? There's going to be injuries. There's going to be other issues along the way. But at the moment, sitting here on paper, it's one spot. On the blue line, can't say this often enough, there are nine NHL defensemen still floors me. I don't even know how they're going to run drills in Cranberry with all these players. I think it's much more about how they align, Gabe, and I think it's much more from there about the chemistry that I was referring to. Uh, That goes, for example, on the defense pairings, on the very first defense pairing, who's going to be Chris Latang's partner? Again, there's an easy slash lazy, arguably, way to go about it and say, well, it's Brian Dumoulin, of course, because the two know each other. They've played together for 100 years. They've won a couple of cups together. But is that really the right move for the franchise? Well, Tang's going to be here for another five, six years, whatever it is, until he's 40 or something. Wouldn't you want to have him start pairing up with the next generation guy? meaning possibly P.O. Joseph. Those are the kinds of things that I'm looking for. I know there's a tendency, and I know what you're getting at with a question, to say, well, listen, absolutely nothing's changed, and why should the results change? I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure that absolutely nothing's changed. If you think about when Raquel showed up in Pittsburgh, it was very late in the season, he had a very real impact. He earned that big contract. He earned the trust of the franchise both on and off the ice. This team has not had a full season with Ricard Raquel in the lineup. You following me here? And if he lifts up the second line alone, you will see a boost in five on five scoring that I believe can trickle down in its own way because of matchups and other situations in games where Teddy Bluger can be more productive than to just produce nine goals. Maybe Jeff Carter isn't uh, as old as he looked over the last two months of last season. Maybe he actually was playing through some kind of injury. And let's not forget that there will also be a full season, knocking on something here, of Sid and Geno, which there most definitely was not in the 2021-22 season. All that said, I have a feeling that the biggest change, possibly the biggest upgrade, will be on the back end. I am really looking forward to people in Pittsburgh seeing what kind of a hockey player Jeff Petrie is on a regular basis with their own eyes. And you can never appreciate someone from afar. This goes for me, too. The way you can when they're on the team that you're watching or, in my case, covering. Petrie will impress people. Petrie is someone the Penguins have not had on that back end for quite some time. Same goes for Jan Ruta. I'm not going to overestimate what he can do, but I'm also not going to underestimate the value of having a steady net clearing, shot blocking, no event to get into the analytics type of defenseman in the defensive zone. This is something that you want. He's also capable of jumping up into the attack, as he showed in the Stanley Cup final for the Lightning. These are large variables. That's a third of your defense. And if you think about who they replaced, with all due respect to the strides that Mike Matheson made and to whatever potential John Marino still might have, Matheson was working more than Marino, but neither of them was really bringing you. I believe what either of these two will be. I believe this will be a better defense course. So let's let's before we get in any kind of big pronouncements here, let let's see how at least the first day of camp goes. I appreciate the question, Gabe. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one tomorrow.